Listener Production. We're the smiley face made out of chocolate chips and your fluffy weekend pancakes. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, big day on the podcast today, Alex Dyson. And there's so much happening in the news. I mean, the, the situation that's unfolding around Israel and Palestine um, looking pretty intense. Yeah, when you got people, yeah, when it's a war, you don't love that. I know. And especially when there's multiple wars going on and there's people having to choose sides, etc., etc., it starts feeling like a, a melting pot of uh, a little bit of no-goodness happening. Um, bedbugs are closing schools in France. Governments are, like, trying to figure out what the heck to do as Paris gets overtaken by an infestation of bedbugs. Have you ever had bedbugs? I don't think I've ever, ever had a bedbug. <laughs> bedbug. Oh, that's, bugs. that's the, the most Monday sentence I've ever said. You can tell I've <laughs> stayed indoors all weekend. I don't think I have ever had bedbugs. We are going to talk about why you were um, why you were indoors. The other thing I noticed is the Bachelorettes are in the Spice Girls doco. Do you remember the two sisters that were the Bachelors? Bachelorettes? I do not. I spotted them in the Spice Girls doco. I mean, I know the Spice Girls doco is a bit old, but um, I just couldn't believe that I could see see the two Bachelorettes in there. Ellie and Becky. Uh, maybe we'll have to bring that up in Clickfish, where we try and uh, isolate the... Uh... <laughs> I was like the, only the most uh, vacuous of the news stories. It's a good doco, i got to tell you. Seeing Jerry and Victoria um, meeting or auditioning next to each other for like some random theatre show on West End before they became the Spice Girls, pretty cool stuff. But as I said, it's a bit of an old, old doco. Um, <laughs> we've got life stuff happening to both me and Alex in, this, in today's mm. episode, so stick with us. We're going to get into it. Um, we'll let you know what, what's happening in our lives right now. And then we've got a bit of clickfish to round out the Monday. It's going to be a bloody good one. Let's dive right in. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, usually in the hot seat, you are pressing all the batons. Um, but today you're not. No, my wings have been clipped. Uh, Producer Bron is there hitting all the buttons. Usually I like being in control of turning your mic on and off, Matt, but um, today... (laughs) Only there was a life switch (laughs) for that, hey? I am powerless to uh, to stop anything because, yeah, I went in for my second elbow reconstruction uh, over the weekend. Why'd you get that? Well, I got the first one and then after a year and a half it popped out again when I was tubing in Oregon. Um, and then <laughs> fell out during the rapids. And then well, look, let's let's go back because there might be new listeners to the podcast who don't know the full uh, story. Why but there are also happen? old listeners who've probably heard this a lot. No, so. go on. I mean, I I've heard it the most, and I'm still interested to uh, hear it again. So, what happened? All right, so we finished up in radio. I do a year overseas, and I'm traveling on this Balkans tour. Like we're going down through, starting in Croatia, go through Montenegro, Oof. Um, which was great. On the list was also a bit of Greece, a bit of Macedonia, Ber- Bosnia and Herzegovina. But we also stopped in Albania and we we're in one of the town squares and someone had the idea, let's do a handstand competition. So we're like, woo, doing handstands. And then suddenly from deep within, I felt my 1996 Warnable Gymnastics Club most improved medal, like hanging around my neck, even though it wasn't there. It was the ghost of it. So I said, everyone, hey, check this out. And I did a cartwheel <laughs> and then I fell over and dislocated my I elbow. Never, <laughs> I never... 
get tired of hearing you tell everyone to check this out before. Well, I think it was also because someone referenced to me as the grandpa of the trip because I was like 28 <laughs> or something and everyone else had just finished high school or uni. Oh, God. Um, so anyway, I proved them wrong by having a bone slip out of its <laughs> socket. Um, anyway, a few months later, I was rollerblading through Prospect Park in Brooklyn. Everything was fine. I was back to normal and I was getting my blading lifestyle back. And then across the path, there were hedges on each side. And across the path, there was like a little plastic thing that they put over electrical cords so people don't trip on them. But it's that yes. like a little raised yeah. thing. And I'm like, check this out. I'll jump it. <laughs> jump. <laughs> Wheels go out from underneath me. Arm out. Dislocated <laughs> again. I'm like, no. <laughs> anyway, I was there for a um, wedding and they're having the Bucks night that week. So we went for golfing and I went to swing the golf club and it popped out while I'm singing the golf club. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> so it happened about 10, 20 times. So I got it done. Then the Oregon thing happened. And then it started happening when I was like putting on my shoes. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> Rearranging the couch cushions. <laughs> uh, such high octane activities as that. And so, look, the thing was, I mean, for the last nine months, it hasn't popped out of its socket. So I'm like, am I out of the woods? Should yeah. I just not, not go in? But I thought, you know what? When it's feeling good, it's better to get it done. Mm. The old prehab, as my physio mate said, it was said. Um, so my little reformer Pilates, getting nice and strong. I thought, let's get it done now, so it doesn't pop out while I'm putting on my shoes again. So, what exactly was the procedure that they did? Um, before <laughs> I get to that, they, did I think, they get I think the, literally the last time I just remember. I don't think I said this at the time, but I think the last time <laughs> I um. It popped out. I was putting on my shoes whilst recording a voice message to like a match on Hinge and they could hear me just say, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm like, ah, ah, I'm sorry. Hang on. I'll have to get back to you. My elbow has popped out of its socket. One second. Anyway, um, what they did was they took a graft from mm. a healthy donor and put it in my arm. Oh, so you've got a, you've got a, a different person in you now. I'm pretty sure I've got a different person within me. Yeah. Not the one from Hinge. There are two. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't think I heard back from them. Um, <laughs> okay. But, uh, so, so but, yeah, right. Yes. The, yeah, the graft is in there. Uh, squirmy warming, warning, because this is surgery, but I think they put two little, the surgeon drilled two little holes in one bone and two little holes in the bone below the elbow and then like sort of tied it in. And they said, oh, the old one, which was the first reconstruction was from my wrist. And they put a, you know, redundant ligament in and they said, oh, it's a bit loose, but I left it in there. So now you got, I'm double wrapped. The elbow's, you know, nice and snug. It's nice that, um, you know, our body has these redundant ligaments, kind of like extra buttons <laughs> yeah. on yeah. a shirt. You know what I mean? Like whoever designed <laughs> humans, they've put, they're like, oh, let's just put this in the inside. Like it's never from a place that you, like, it's never right next to where you need it. It's just like somewhere else random. Not everyone has them though. Like if you look down at your wrist, okay, and you touch your little finger yeah. to your thumb, all right, yeah. touch those two together and you look at your wrist, yeah. there's like two little ligaments that pop out on my wrist. Mm. Um, one of those is redundant. But some people don't have them, aren't born with them. They're left over from when we were hanging in trees as, um, you know, primates. Yeah, wow. Um, so one of those I got used last time. It didn't work. Were you out for this procedure or did you, was it local? I was under. Well under. Bro, how, did they, how did they do it? Because last time I had this happen, right? Because I had to get a, the old, I mean, again, squirmy warning if this isn't your thing, but the, um, whatever the tube is they put in the little camera inside your stomach. Little 
camera. Like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Rick Moranis is going down <laughs> to have a look in the... Well, the, the magic school bus went for it down the excursion through the digestive tract of Matt O'Kine. Yeah, exactly. In other words, my breakfast has had more film roles than me recently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the, my guts get all these gigs and yeah. I don't. I'm like, damn, stomach, how'd you get that gig? Yeah, the IMDB of Matt's... <laughs> That's juices. <laughs> longer, um, longer CV. But anyways, um, the doctor was a dog, bro. What did he do? The doctor did the old, the old, um, okay, so I'm just doing something here. This is not the anesthetic. This is just like a pre-anesthetic. And I was like, oh yeah, no worries. And then he's like, and of, then I'll put. A bit of anesthetic foreplay. Yeah. And then he's like, and then I'll put the anesthetic in afterwards. And I was like, yeah, cool. No worry. Out. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, "You oh, dog!" It's like one of those people on a you know a bungee ride. They go, "All right, in five, four, bang, gone, yeah, off they go." People that's screaming. Exactly what I felt like, and suddenly I woke up with the tube in me. I was like coughing. I was like, ah, ah, and they're like, "Oh, better get it out!" And then like yanking it out. And yanking it like, out while ah. you're still awake. Yeah, I woke up, and then they were like pulling it out. Like, oh, quickly, he's awake and. <laughs> Um, I really Indiana Jones that out of you. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, how did you feel afterwards and before, et cetera? Yeah, you're a bit groggy, but the pain's been all right. It's coming out, um, which has been okay. Mm. Old Daddy Dyson was there to um, there to help me out. He's been oh, he's a good very dad, lovely. Chopped God, up some watermelon for me. Oh, he's always there for you. I had a craving. I'm like, I feel like corn chips and watermelon. And he's like, righto. We walked down the shops and came back with the jumbo bag and a oh. little watermelon he chopped up for me, which is good. Good bloke. Did it cost you anything? Or did you, did you go through the public? You no, know, I think I had to pay in advance and then you get paid back by Medicare slash private health slash oh, I had to pay the anaesthetist, anaesthetist beforehand, 500 bucks. Mm. And only, only recently from my last surgery I had, I was getting chased up for these. They gave me these like painkillers or something that I didn't use. They just sent me home with them. I'm like, all right, didn't, never used them. Keep getting these bills. Letters in the mail. Fourteen dollars ninety five. Fourteen dollars ninety five. You owe me fourteen dollars ninety five. Gets off to a debt, a debt recovery service. We're like, no! we want our fourteen dollars ninety five for these headache tablets. I'm like, didn't use. Ah, oh. and I was like, man, I'm like, fine. I'm paying you fourteen dollars ninety five because I would pay that to not have a phone call with anyone. <laughs> you dogs. Uh, anyways, God, imagine Bounty turned up. Bounty, I know. The dog, dog, the Bounty Hunter. I could put that lapoma back in for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're going to have two dodgy elbows <laughs> after this, buddy. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm glad you're on the mend, mate. Let's um, Thanks, move mate. on with the show, hey? Yeah. Well, we talked about what you got up to on the weekend, Alex Dyson, and uh, we're going to get into Clickfish in a second, but I thought I'd update you on what I got up to on the weekend as yeah. well. Do a bit what, of exchange of the stories. What's been, what's been happening in uh, the world of Okine? Oh, well, my uncle died. Oh, Yeah, I know. I was really um, sorry to so, hear, man. I know. Well, as my, my mum's brother, only full brother, mm -hmm. um, got, got a couple of half-brothers and sisters, very close family still. Mm. But, um, yep, Uncle Russ, RIP. Um, really sad. And so did a little bit of the, uh, the, the what's it called? Not, not, wasn't like a funerally thing. It was like a service, I Wake. guess. Yeah, a bit, a bit like that. A bit of a service mm. followed by some lunch down at the church that he was a part of. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was nice. It was nice. It reminded me, because I'm, I'm not a religious person at mm. all. 
Alex Dyson. No. Um, I, I bear no judgment against any religious people mm-hmm. and whatever you want to believe in. Um, but I was there down at the church, you know, and they're whipping up these meals, bit of Japanese curry, you know, the lunch service. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, this is uncle Russ's favorite meal that we make, you know, him, him, he used to come down with a lot of other members. Mm. We'd be feeding people off the street, et cetera, you know, every single week. I'm like, right. So cooking for meals for people who, um, who needed one. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, damn, you guys are doing some good stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that you, you, you're actually, I can taste what you're doing here. I can see it. It's happening in real life. You're making this difference every week. Whereas it's a bit intangible when you just hear about things, when you've got the curry in your mouth going, actually, <laughs> yeah. this is... Actually, you are doing good. This is you know a what I mean? cause. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I mean, um. <laughs> that, why, does that sound judgmental? I mean, it's no, just... It's just, a, it's just a funny way of phrasing it, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, when the curry's in the mouth... When it comes to religion, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to taste the curry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, it was a nice service. Good to see all the various people from his, his different stages of his life as well. You know, obviously got the family, known him for a long time. Then you got the workmates. They knew a different Russell to the to the churchmates when he started going a bit later in life. You know, became a bit of a different person. Well, that's the interesting thing because, you know, people are not one thing. They're not identified by one thing. I remember going to see, my, like, at my pa's funeral and there's the photo of him on the front of the um, little brochure. And it was him when he was quite old. I'm like, but yeah, the photo of him when he's quite young, like who are you in your eyes? Are you the young version of you? Are you mm. the work version of you? Are you the parent of you? Are you the individual? All of the, all of the church friends remembered him as being quite an antagonistic, um, shit stirrer. Let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying this at the wake. Well, I mean, they weren't using those words, but yeah, they were. <laughs> They were like, Hang I on. literally cannot remember a conversation with Russell where he wasn't trying to p- push my buttons. <laughs> it was like that. In a good, good natured way? Or? There's like a book called The God Delusion and he would like read yeah. it out the front of church to like Yeah, I've heard annoy... The God Delusion. Yeah, it's by Richard Dawkins. Dawkins, famous World one. famous atheist. And one like... of the most famous atheists of and all so time. And so my uncle would be reading it out the front of church just to piss people off. You know, this is who we're dealing with here. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I've seen... You know, religious people stand on the corner of, you know, main city blocks in Melbourne reading out things from the Bible. I've never heard someone standing on the corner reading out the God delusion. They usually find better things to do with their time. He just liked stirring up people but at, towards the end of his life. So, like, but still, all the church people came. You know what I mean? Like, were they friends with him? Well, they were there. I can't... Is this the kind of story we tell, like, the week after? It sounds like the thing that would come out like years down the track, mate. <laughs> no, these are the stories that were shared on the day. Um, and like oh. I said, maybe maybe they were celebrating his passing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I don't know if I could be part of this. <laughs> so anyways, look, the point to, is... Can we just make this a talk about the recipe for a great curry? <laughs> like, <laughs> So anyways, but part of it, you know, because it was a church service for, his, for um, Uncle Russ's you know, passing, he, um, there was a couple of his favorite, you know, songs, Amazing Grace. There was another one about Christ. And then there was, um, and then there was a Psalm being read and the, the priest, the young sort of priest probably about, oh, maybe not too young, but you know, 40 or something. Mm. Um, he was like, you know, so this is a very popular one and you might all, you know, you probably have all heard it. This is the funeral song. 
some form or another. No, he said the psalm, the psalm that was being read. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I do know it. And then. Yeah. <laughs> turns out it was Psalm 23. Do you know which, you know, which one Psalm 23 is? Yeah, I could, I could have a stab at the popular music, but I don't know what's it been in the top 40 Psalms okay, well, over the, the years. The Psalm 23, um, the Lord is my shepherd, but the it's Michael the Michael Jordan of Psalms. Yes, but it's the one that goes, and I'll read one of the sentences now. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. The Coolio Psalm. Exactly. That's the problem. I'm like, these people wrote this, like, I'm sure it's so meaningful to so many people for so many reasons. And as soon as I heard yeah. it, I'm like, dun, 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 I took a look dun, at my life dun, and realized dun, there's nothing left. Dun. Exactly. And so they're reading it. People are crying around me and I'm just in my head like, cause I've been laughing and blasting so long that, I mean, <laughs> it's unfair really that. Yeah. <laughs> Coolio has made an incredible thing, but he's also ruined a really good thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Very difficult to, <laughs> to did you manage to keep the, keep the straight face and keep all those thoughts internalized? I could keep the straight face, but I couldn't mm. stop the neck from bopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe this well, <laughs> is the reason we're asking you the question listening right now. What's an enjoyable thing that's been ruined for you? Exactly. Matt's. <laughs> Had his psalms ruined <laughs> by Coolio. By Coolio. Curse you. Um, Ray uh, says the song Ignition Remix by R. Kelly has been ruined by R. Oh Kelly. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it damn shame. It is such a shame. Mm. Because every time it came on, used to be an absolute bop, but now you're like, I don't feel good listening to this. Nope. Bad feelings all around. Yeah. Mitch said eating eggs was ruined for me. Dad called them chook periods. Now I can't eat them ever. Um... I think I've seen, yeah, seen a few, but someone referenced that, but they've got a note here. Eggs are not chicken periods and chickens do not menstruate. So. Well, they don't, but yeah. Well, what are they then? What, what are they, Bron? Did you write that note for us? Eggs are not chicken periods? Yeah, that was from Google. I don't know what they are though. They're just eggs. <laughs> just eggs. It's like everyone. No? But if the egg is fertilized, then a chicken yes. can grow in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Peter, um, the organization Peter seemed to think they were periods, but a lot of other websites <laughs> were saying it's not. So wait, Peter told everyone that they were chicken periods. Yeah. But that's mm. wrong. A lot of other websites are conflict, what did Wikipedia say? conflicting that information. Matt, could you please Google <laughs> okay. those uh, words so for me? I, I put in the uh, note because Matt eggs, Googles everything as yeah. I go. I thought, oh, chicken. <laughs> Period. Let me save some time. Yeah. No, Bron. No, it's got to be done. Matt needs to type it in as we're recording. It's it's, it's part of the show now. Well, we're saving time, but no, this is we're adding on more time now. <laughs> Would you prefer to have a period or have an egg, Bron? <laughs> like, like seriously, every every month. <laughs> But, yeah, like, it, because no, the first thing that comes up, it says, although chickens do not menstruate and their eggs are not chicken periods, as is sometimes asserted, the cycle of creating and passing much larger, larger eggs relative to their body size and weight is arguably even more physically taxing. Oh God. All right. Hit us up. Talk back topic. People who menstruate. Would you rather? 
have a bit of blood every month or lay an egg? Let us know. To be honest, if it happened like it was just you got it over with like quickly. One egg, yeah. And then it, and it wasn't painful. I maybe I would be down for laying an could, egg. Could you lay eggs for five to seven days? Oh uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. No, I'd but that, but the actually the unfortunate thing is that currently it says here that um, especially modern hens who have been bred to produce such unnaturally high rates of eggs, so they mm. have to go through that process a lot more than, you know, once a month. Mm. So that would be pretty full on. Mm. But yeah, if you could just like... Just lay an egg. Lay an <laughs> egg and then get it like, done with. Mm. Yeah. And you'd get breakfast. You know what I mean? Like it would be like a win-win. That's the thing. is like eating your own eggs. Would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, um, so sorry, Matt. Your uncle died. Um, <laughs> I did get that. Yes. Yeah, we ended up in a very different place, didn't we? But Shane, the beardless brewer, said the band Boy and Bear was ruined for me. I got my wife into them, and now she plays them so much that I'm over it. Oh, it's oh, a shame, Shane. <laughs> Boy and Bear, very good band. Love Boy and Bear. Um, love their stuff, but I, I hear you can you can you can overdo it sometimes, especially when someone else is. The one singing along in the passenger seat. And Joan. Yeah, said brushing my teeth has been ruined for me. Since I learned Daiso spits it into his work mug. Well, I got some news for you, Joan. With Laying on the couch with my elbow, my dad put some toothpaste on a toothbrush for me, gave me that, and then gave me a mug. So as long as he didn't put the hand out, here you go, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Spit into this. Into the hand. <laughs> so hopefully you can live with that, Joan. I'm sorry. Bron. Yes, welcome her to the studio in earnest. It's producer Bron. Hello. And How think, was your weekend? I mean, we had rubbish oh. weekends, Bron. Um, funerals what? and surgeries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying we as in you and Bron. And I was like, oh, I haven't heard anything about Bron's weekend. But no, no me- yeah, Alex and I did. Yes. Yeah, what yeah. about you? No, mine was actually excellent. Oh, cool. Oh, Sorry thanks. to rub it in. Thanks, um, Bron. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I want people you want to be some, you know, Do you want some pepper well. with that salt to rub in our wounds? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Sorry. Yeah, How had, was it good? Had a wedding, had a beautiful engagement party, a lucky Carissa, who Carissa lo- listens to the show. So hey! That would be... You had a wedding and an engagement party. A wedding, engagement party, got a new passport. Actually, you know what? It was bad because I got a new passport photo and I'm stuck with a crappy one for the next 10 years and oh. the guy didn't let me retake it and I was like no one's here like can I just do another and then he was like no it takes too long like oh. I was like no please. surely at the Bro. post office yeah. he wouldn't let you take another one no that's that's un- unbelievable I was really upset wait no but when he, he did when have he took a bad the weekend. photo when he took the photo on the camera is that when you saw it or was it when it was printed and you looked at them more like oh no I don't want this it wasn't printed yet but he showed me on the computer and he goes, look, it's got all the right ticks. Like, it's hard to get the ticks on the first go. I was like, put down your pride of getting it on the first go. I did, this is what I was thinking. I, I was like, oh, just do another. Anyway, he's like, no one's going to look at it. And then I got embarrassed. I was like, all right. Oh, dear. Anyway. Oh, dear. Well, okay, that's unfortunate. Luckily, we all, no matter how your weekend was, we all get to look forward to a bit of clickfish on a Monday morning. Bron, what have you been clicking on that most people dare not so this one's from Yahoo Lifestyle headline: Taylor Swift's new romance could be a ruse. You know how I know that this news is just absolutely everywhere. Mm. 
my dad over the weekend saw the the um, NFL player on the TV that she's apparently going out with, and he's like, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he's dating Taylor Swift. He knows, and if Ian Dyson knows something <laughs> like that, oh my god, you know something's going on. Yeah. It's made um, it to the mainstream. Well, it's interesting because everyone talks about this new partnership, but then I saw a headline over the weekend saying that uh, she was a no-show at Travis's 34th birthday celebrations. Ooh. So uh, maybe maybe him and Taylor are doing having their own little side party, but I don't know. Maybe she's not going too public with it. But, like, she's a busy lady. I'm sure, like, it's fine to miss a party. Anyway, that's not what this is. the story is about. The story... And you'll love this, Matt. It's a bit of a conspiracy theory. Um, oh, boy. Here we so go. So she went to a Chiefs. So I think Travis Kelsey plays for the Chiefs. She went to a Chiefs and Jets NFL game. And people are saying, oh, I think she went to that because there's been all these like news articles popping up recently where people are getting upset that she's traveling with private jets. Terrible for the environment. And now if you Google it, when you tr- Google Taylor Swift Jets, it comes up with all these news articles like, like she went to the game. Oh my god! That's Are you suggesting ridiculous. that Taylor went to the game to to hush the critics about the Jets? She specifically did it to boost her algorithm. Allegedly, yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. If she started, you know, started a business that was repairing the Jets in a spa, you know, just saying Taylor Swift Jets, you know. <laughs> That's her business, and that came. I'm like, okay, that's a, that's more believable. But to go to her boyfriend's NFL game, mm-hmm. I would think that that's not a deliberate ploy. But do you know? I mean, there are certainly people um, who work the algorithm to scrub their, you know, previous issues clean. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I knew someone who who needed, well, not needed, but wanted to get it done due to some controversy that they'd been embroiled in. How'd they do it? And well, I mean, there's literally companies you hire to say, hey, get rid of this stuff from the internet. They can't actually delete the articles or anything, but it's like, yeah. can you please make this appear way lower in the search? You know, so it's yeah. not like first page. Yeah. Is that why you were going to call your daughter Thursday FC? Just to <laughs> just to put a positive spin delete on. Delete <laughs> people's memory of it. Oh, my God. So every article is like, just the most magical thing that's ever happened to me, Thursday FC. Yeah. Just... <laughs> well, can you imagine being on Thursday FC right now, talking about Ange Postacoglu over with I know. Tottenham? Don't, don't worry about that. You should have seen the haters of <laughs> Ange on that show. Mate, these clowns have no idea what they're talking It just further cements the fact that Australian soccer fans in this oh. country oh. have no idea what they're talking about. Wow. They bagged Ange out so much, and now look at them groveling. <laughs> Like the pathetic crawlers that they are. Oh, look at our hero coach in the in the EPL. Oh, he's amazing. You idiots had a, not a single good word to say about him 10 years ago. You think he gives a shit about any of you guys? I would turn my back on all of you if I was him and light my fart in your face. That's what I would do. As you can see, Matt is over it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but look, I'm loving Big Edge instead, and I'm loving you, Broadway Zach. Uh, thank you very much for a big clickfish today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Whew, okay. <laughs>
What happened there? I, I blacked out for a few seconds. I've got to no, tell nothing, you. Mate. No, we're good. We're good. Just had a nice, solid, normal show. <laughs> nothing to worry about here today. No issues. Um, shout out to you uh, for listening. Thank you very much for supporting Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Please mm. hit us up at matt.n.alex. We're always asking questions on our Instagram. And also, we can we reveal that we're in the top 20 for the audience the Listener's Choice Award oh, yeah. for Australian Podcast Awards. So please keep on voting. Thank you so we much. Take out that cup. If bro. you've done it already, if you've gone to the Australian Podcast Awards website and voted for us in the Listener's Choice, you've got us in the top 20. If you haven't done it, you can push it up to number one. So please get on there and do that. But until then, much like a, uh, you know, genetically bred chicken, we're going to be laying another podcast for you tomorrow. And we're going to be loving every minute. Can't wait. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.